Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, and everyone. Today is a special day because it's Happy Friendship Day. Yes. <laughs> happy friendship to you. Happy friendship to you. Thank you. And to everyone, all of uh, to our all our listeners. listeners. Yes. Yes. So, uh, how was your week, Vimal? Yeah, it's it's been a good and a tiring week. <laughs> So good and tiring together, and uh, uh, to travel. So I I traveled after almost one and a half years. Okay. After COVID, so it was fun, and yeah, it was nice. So how was your week? Busy, busy. Work, been working around, solving problems. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Putting out the fires, really. Good. Yep. You read anything interesting this week? Nothing much. Uh, yeah, I've been <laughs> busy with office, so didn't had much time. Okay, so. Uh, well, I did. I haven't done much of reading, but uh, I did came on, came across an interesting dialogue from a very old movie, uh, Scarface. Okay. Right. And uh, here it goes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you wanna be. You need people like me, so you can point your effing fingers and say that's the bad guy. Right. On its face, it sounds very rude and uh, very negative. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, I think that's what you need to be, or anybody needs to be. If you need to uh, make your space in this world, leave your mark. Because a uh, lot of us are held back by the by the thoughts that uh, what others might be thinking about us. So when I heard this dialogue, my thought train went into this direction. And I thought, yes, uh, this is something that keeps us holding us back from doing a lot of things which we think we should be doing or we should be saying, but we don't because we care about what others think, think about us. Yes, that, this is one, one thing that can be handy and can be kept at hand or in memory. Whenever you're held back from doing something, just say this dialogue and go ahead with it. <laughs> so I'm going to remember this? Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your post-it notes on your PC. Yes. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, we both came across uh, something called first principles thinking a few days back. And uh, we read about it and we found it very interesting. And the first principles thinking, I came across it on Naval Ravikant's podcast and he speaks about it. There are, there are many mental models going around these days on the internet but this one caught my fancy because this helps you in your decision making a lot. If you apply this to anything in your life, not just your business decisions or it can even be applied to your personal decisions as well. Because the first principle thinking uh, what what it really means is that whenever you face with a problem or multiple choices, so oftentimes we falter thinking which is the best choice for us, right? And uh, we don't have enough data to process it. We we either go with our gut feeling or input coming from our environment, and quite often those decisions are not the best ones because they are biased by our immediate environment. And at that time, what kind of mood we are in. But this is more a data-driven approach to make a decision. So let's take an example. Say 
there is a theft going on in, in on your in your office okay so you want to stop it obviously rather than just jumping to very quick decisions like putting Let's in more cameras, cameras. Yeah. i don't know putting in more locks having uh, a security card yeah. frisk everyone who goes yeah. out of the office or comes inside the office yes i think uh, the better option is to the first thing is to analyze it why is it happening in the first place and then identify the causes it and then you can actually nail them in particular and uh, save your time and resources on that and then you'll have a better better idea or a bird's eye view of what the problem actually is rather than just throwing out everything at it see this is a very generic example and a very simple example i think this oversimplifies the whole principle but just to make it easier uh, we t- we use this example so it's it's about focusing on the root of the problem then uh, yeah break actually breaking it down to very smaller, yeah. to the very basics of it yes so that you can actually see what it is really what it really is see i think manufacturers can relate more to it because uh, uh, rather than service providers i don't know probably my own bias in that uh, but uh, a manufacturer what he does or she does they gather all the resources together then they process them in certain fashion and then a ready product comes out of it so i think this this apply uh, this is what uh, reverse engineering the whole process you take the ready product and then you break it down to its very core the very components and then see where you can save the cost or what is the, what are the bottlenecks and I, we think it is very important because uh, if we if we can regularly apply it to our own thinking and to our own processes not just in the business but in our life as well i think that will help us in our uh, data driven decision making rather than just coming up with uh, emotional emotionally charged uh, answers or solutions to it which are not as efficient so this is why we are talking about it what do you think vimal well, i completely agree with this uh, see on on this uh, my take would be you know you you're running a business and you feel okay everything is getting uh, well and you are in your comfort zone you need to come out of your comfort zone to really look at how how you can make the process more efficient then what it is at present and that's where you need to break down and look at where your focus needs to apply so that uh, i with this I, i would like to give an uh, example which happened this week with me so we were trying to process this order at multiple locations and locations are almost 500 kilometers apart so we have to travel and look at each other uh, means every every process house where we went in and uh, and then suddenly it it realized it's it's very difficult to work out on one product at multiple locations and that's where we focused on where the problem is and the problem was uh, lack of process house in our own own town so to divide that problem that instead of thinking about okay the the guys are not doing well or it's it's our problem which is uh, which is not not doing well we focused on to 
uh, yeah, so I'm sorry, I, I've, I've missed on it. But yeah, so the so the problem was uh, a lack of process house in our own town, and instead of blaming it onto others, we thought, okay, the process house is not in our, in our town, so that's where our problem is, and we need to take out a solution for it. So yeah, so instead of really looking at a problem on the surface, we have to get down to the basics and see where the problem lies. Yeah, that, that's the whole point of first principle thinking. And as I said before, we should try and apply it to every every decision in our life. Agree. And uh, the thing is, uh, as I said earlier, there are many mental models and this is one of them. And uh, the most important thing is to be able to calm down and think about, uh, about your decisions and take the time out to think analytically which we are unable to do most of the time because we are auto uh, we are more like automatons where we just keep doing things uh, for the sake of doing it because we are trained to do things in a certain yeah. way yeah. but when some uh, when we apply a principle like this or when we stop in the middle and say hey let's wait what what why why am i doing this in the first place i think th this is that is when you question yourself and the real answers start coming up that uh, the whatever processes we have been doing well are they even worth doing are they even the right thing to do in this i would like to add you know like in this a mindfulness approach is really required you know once you are in middle of a trouble or or in middle of a task and you have a timeline to meet we all just think about okay this is what we have been doing in the past and this is how we have to do it again and that's that's the only approach we have this a mindfulness approach is you really need to calm yourself down and, and think about it how can i do it more efficiently maybe if i fail once it's fine gradually over the time with one or two or three failures i'm going to learn and with that learning will come out a more efficient method of doing a, a project which i never thought of because once you are in the middle of the things, you uh, people hardly apply their mind. They feel, okay, this is how the algorithm is going to flow and this is what my steps are. I'm going to follow these steps and I'm going to reach my destination. So for, for a first principle thinking, you really need to think about where you are going wrong or how, how much efficiency you want in the system or how to make it more efficient. First, you have to believe that whatever the system you have in place, there can be a more efficient solution to it. Yeah, so the reason we're talking about is, uh, it's not the first principle thinking or any mental model or whatever your approach is. The whole point is to take a pause and uh, look at the problem and yes. look at whatever trouble or whatever you're facing. Then look at it in a very analytical manner or uh, how do I say it? I mean, just sit back and look at it thoroughly, and then take a decision rather than just rushing into yeah, it with whatever rushing. you've been doing for so long. You know, as you, as we are aging, everybody is in their comfort zone. I'll give I'll take an example. If if you're driving back from your office to your home, you usually take only one route, or maybe a route which which Google Map shows you or maybe the route which you 
easily know that okay this is the route i'm going to take so every day you are taking one route one route one route that trains our mind to be in that comfort zone it doesn't apply or doesn't do an, a, a better analytics of maybe there might be another efficient route of doing it and you will only be trying to find another solution to this if you want to make the things more no, efficient I'll, I'll just cut you in and say maybe find a solution where you don't have to travel at all yes right right that's that see covid has taught us that even if you don't go to the office that doesn't mean your your work is not happening itself it's everything is happening covid taught us a new way of thinking maybe uh, where everyday commute to the office uh, might be not feasible on uh, in the future you you might feel uh, okay if i'm at home this is more efficient way of working yeah. which which we never thought of earlier so our eureka moment would have come in once covid set in and uh, the businesses were disrupted and and businesses tried uh, new strategies were able to save on rentals save on 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 the traveling cost and everything yep i completely agree with this so guys you, uh, you need to sit down have a calm mind and you know an hour of planning it can help you save from a lot of mental stress yeah so planning and really thinking about how you can go good with uh, with your present project is very important so every day take out some half an hour an hour of your uh, work time think about where where your where your problem is like like ashish said break it down into smaller uh, blocks and and get to the break root. it down to the very basics of it yes as to why is the problem coming in the first place and uh, what are the components that are causing it can they be changed can we install new ones that that, that is how you will get a better process and there might be comfort zone with it but then you need to break it we need to train our mind to really think uh, out of the box or maybe not your routine thing yeah, not even out of the box just rather than just doing whatever you're doing i think you just need to take a step back sometime and then take stock of things how they have been doing and what can be done to improve them because most of the time we just just keep doing whatever we've been doing and this in this dynamic day and age it is very important to adapt to new processes new technologies otherwise you just keep falling behind uh i would like to add an interesting example here yeah uh so what happened like uh, when we started uh, we uh, so we started with like three tailors with us and uh, so we so we gave a contract for uh, for the manufacturing to one guy and said okay so you're going to handle everything uh, if we whenever there is a demand for more tailors so you you going to bring them in and that's what your job is and you will get paid for it there came a time when there uh, when uh, our sales increased so we wanted to increase our uh, set of tailors to meet the demand now this guy mr n he was uh, he said okay i'm getting in people but he couldn't get more people and uh, and so the company was lacking behind and then uh, then we we came up and and thought where the problem is the bo- so bottleneck was mr n who was not getting us more tailors You call him Mr. Ninkampu. Okay. <laughs> so Mr. Ninkampu couldn't meet up the demands, and uh, but he wanted to be paid well. So uh, 
so what we did was we went out uh, we started publishing our requirement on the internet and went and uh, went to a, a local college and tried to set up a meeting with them and, and told them okay we are in need of tailors so you have students who are looking for jobs so why don't we collaborate and do something together so from two tailors we came out to be to set of 22 tailors in, in in a matter of week which was not possible and that's 11x yes <laughs> and which was not possible once uh, once we were dependent on mr nikampu nikampu yeah so <laughs> So, you know, that's, uh, our mind was trained that, okay, he's the one who's going to look after everything in case that the demand rises, he's going to get in more tailors. But he couldn't. So, instead of waiting for him or blaming him, okay, he, this guy's incompetent, he can't work for me and things like that. We went out and did the thing on our own. Now, we are so confident that in case in the future, if we need another 100 tailors, we can get it in... In, in a month's time, no problem at all. And plus, we started training them. So, so at, at the end, after all the effort, we went back to Mr. Ning Kampu and we thanked <laughs> him that you gave us that opportunity to think differently. And, uh, and, and that's how we progressed. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very interesting. I think this is what everybody needs to, be, needs to do. This is how you face your problems. Rather than running away from yes. them or blaming it on others, it's you yourself who's the bottleneck. Just get up, get it done. Guys, one more thing uh, to all the entrepreneurs. So whether you have a supplier, you have a client or whoever. If, if you say, for example, a supplier is chasing you up uh, for an answer or a client is chasing you up for an answer. Don't try ignoring their messages or phone calls. That usually what most of the many people do once they are under stress or if they don't have an answer. So it's always good to pick the phone up and say, okay, I'm sorry, uh, I need more time to think over it or I don't have an answer. I might come back to you in two weeks. So at least this guy would be satisfied that he always you answer his phone calls. And uh, if he has a question, yes, everybody can have a problem. He has given me a deadline. Let's go back to him after two weeks. But in case you don't pick up his phone or if you don't answer to his queries, he'll, he will be stressed. You will be stressed as well, thinking, oh, I didn't answer this guy. And he will be thinking, oh, this guy is not answering me. So it's always good to face up, rise up and face to your problem. So I think yeah. what, what you're trying to say is that one needs to be accountable. Yes. You need to be accountable. If you're running a business, whether you're running a family, whether you're a son, you're a husband, whatever. Right. You need to be accountable. You need to face your problems. And there will be nobody who can, who can solve your problem except you. Yeah. So you are the one who has to go ahead and, and face your problems and answer them. Exactly. Every, you, you can't have like, if, if I go back to Ashish, I can go to him for a suggestion. But he, can't, he cannot come into my place and start uh, answering my problems. Yeah. These are my problems. I can go to my friends, ask them for some suggestions. But at the end, I am the one who has to make that decision. So as you, whoever is there, everybody has problems and everybody has to face their problems. 
and that's where where ashish said the first thinking principle will come into place yeah see first principle thinking is just a fancy term so that you can remember it so whenever something's happening or when you need some kind of help or you need a break you can just come back and say oh there's some there's a there's a tool called first principles thinking and then you can start applying to the to whatever situation that you have at hand and then you will get a breather and uh, you can slowly and steadily work on it so don't think this uh, this is some kind of a weapon which you can throw at your problems and they'll disappear immediately this is more of a tool where you can use it to calm yourself to face your problems be accountable see no, no one's going to no one's going to come do that for you as if as women said you need to be accountable yourself you need to come up with solutions yourself every business every situation has its own uh, dynamics so there's no one solution fits all and as as we said this is just another tool another fancy term to help you remember that there that you need to come uh, calm down sit back and then look at your whole problems as a whole and break it down to its very core so that you can you can take a better decision rather it's than just doing yeah. an emotionally charged yes, or right. environmentally charged decision or being in the heat and say okay uh, let's do it now yeah. <laughs> because yeah. i'm out of ta- time i can't do anything so this is the best thing i can do yeah. see everybody has problem and people will understand your problem if you try to tell them the problem yeah. beforehand yeah. not at if if the fire is on then of course you need a fire extinguisher but if beforehand you can say okay this fire can be on any time we need to do this or or there is a corrective measure to do that that, that that's where the problem solving will come place not at the end moment so at the start of the start of it sit down relax think about it plan your problems a solution to your problems i'm sorry not plan your problem but a solution to your problems and it it always helps so i think for this uh, for this week's conversation the two very important lessons that came out of this one is planning as usual which we keep talking about and we will keep talking about and another very important dynamic is accountability right so guys whatever you do whoever you are plan first and then be accountable for whatever you're doing don't blame others don't blame your employees don't blame your suppliers don't blame blame your buyers because they are what they are they were what they were it is you who took the decision to do things it's it's you who needs to be accountable you need you it's who you need who needs to stand up and say uh, okay i'll i'll get this done so yeah two very important keywords planning and accountability to add to this uh, i i was once uh, looking at a seminar of mr jim ron and uh, there was there was an example where he said you know like most of the people forget that their problems i is not because of anybody else their problem is because of them for your own self yeah. you need to change yourself yeah, accountability yes you you just can't start blaming the government oh the, the elections are there i can't do this or this is a wrong government what should i do the road is broken <laughs> what should yeah. i do yeah. today the weather is not well i yeah. can't work no the change has to come in you not in the environment Yep. you have to adapt to the environment like we say survival of the fittest so you have to be fit as per the environment mm. 
and right now with all the pressure on and everything plan and be accountable yeah. and you will succeed i think that that will be enough for the week yes and we'll take the we'll take the leave of we'll take the leave now right yes we should and uh, we'll come back next week again yes we will we we'll look forward i think you're traveling next week uh uh not next week uh, uh we a might a week after that a right? week after that so we'll be delivering the episode next week as well yes and there might be a delay but we will try to overcome that yes we yeah. see the planning is in action and we are being accountable yes <laughs> yes yeah so we'll take take your leave guys and have a great week have a great weekend everyone yeah. goodbye. and uh, and uh, yeah have <laughs> goodbye take care